Previously heard on Good Hope FM. Uh, Wednesdays we dedicate to oof, to food, really. And Claire Winstanley is in as she has been for the past month. It's really nice to have you hang out with us for an entire month, Claire. Is it, or is it just because I bring food? No, no, no. It's really, it's really. You've got such interesting stories. It's all you. It, <laughs> Devin says from the furthest corner of the room, trying to prove a point. <laughs> Um, no, for, for real, uh, Claire, the fact that you've spent so much time overseas uh, applying your trade as a chef, and then obviously, um, you obviously you must have a really uh, strong penchant for learning things too. You seem like a bit of a sponge when it comes to cultures and, and bits and pieces from around the world. So your stories are always so intriguing. I think it's also spent, you know, spending time in a place for so long, you can't help but absorb and soak up that culture. I mean, a lot of people will travel abroad and only stay with their South African people and go no further but I always believe in just really getting in there submerging yourself in and as most people know I think most people know food is the like the the answer to that food is the best way to understand a culture understand people and really dig into it so maybe I'm blessed that I I travel and eat I travel to eat you travel to eat yeah there's <laughs> nothing wrong with that uh, if you haven't checked out Claire's profiles yet online be yourself a flavor uh-huh. uh, <laughs> a good looking and cooking sorry Devin's not impressed by that pun. <laughs> um, okay Claire so for the past couple of weeks we've been traveling around Asia and of course you having worked in Asian countries you've got a lot of information to share and, and those flavors and tastes and and, and smells and, and unique um, ingredients that are used over the ocean uh, tonight we're going to you said Cambodia yes indeed uh, where for those that aren't quite sure on the map where is Cambodia I was actually just going to say I'm not sure many people know where Cambodia is it's one of those exotic Asian countries it's literally smack bang in the middle between Vietnam and Thailand okay so as Southeast Asia goes, the influences in the on your palate sort of mingle and match between those three places. You get influences of Vietnam, of Thailand, and Cambodia all kind of coming together. But with that said, Cambodia still has very specific, very delicious sort of national type dishes that they pride and taste delicious. So do we consider um, that Southeast Asia to be um, a country that likes their food hot, that likes their food exceptionally fresh, that likes lots of seafood? Where where do we place them in terms of flavors? So the great thing about Southeast Asia is that, and you know, speaking of Southeast Asia, is that Thailand, that Vietnam, that Cambodia, Laos, all those sort of places, there's a lot of farmland. Mm -hmm. So you get a lot of fresh ingredients, a lot of great crops unlike cities like Japan or China you do because it's such a massive place but Hong Kong those kind of places are very congested very cosmopolitan very urban that there's not a lot of crop space so that's why Southeast Asia is just bursting with beautiful flavors fresh out the ground and then uh, back to your point about the sort of spiciness the the Southeast Asian kind of countries love that red chili, that curry, all those sort of things. So that comes through quite heavily as well. And so delicious. I love that about Southeast Asia. I'm going to guess, because Asia, that rice is still a staple in Cambodia as it is with most of the rest of Asia. Massive. The thing with rice in, in many places is that it is a a, a must. Mm. You've got to have it with your meal. And it's something that you also you eat towards the end of a meal to, to kind of finish up and full up Um, it's not necessarily always a full 
meal. It's something that's added to the meal, something that comes at the end of the meal. But something hmm. that I maybe brought with today, it incorporates it into the meal. Ooh. So rice is big and rice is delicious. Uh, I have a, it might sound like a really silly question, but do you know as you travel around the world and you have the same thing in different places and it, but it still tastes different, it's not quite the same. Mm. When it comes to something like rice, which I consider to be relatively bland if it's not given any salt or any flavorings, if I were to have rice here and have rice in China, rice is rice or the water quality and the soil quality is is affecting the way that the rice actually tastes? Do I have to flavor it a lot if I'm in Asia? No, I mean, rice, the varieties of rice that you get around the world, but more importantly in Asia, is so vast. Mm. You get so many different amazing types of rice and you get the incredibly high quality and then low quality. So the, the varieties are just, you know, just you can't stop. There's just so many. So with that said, the flavors are going to be incredibly different and incredibly exciting. But a lot of our rice comes from Asia as well. You can yeah. get some incredible Asian rices yeah. here in South Africa. So the flavors are going to be varied according to the quality and the, the places they come from, but then how you prepare them as well. Okay. And what other ingredients would you say are very traditional when it comes to Cambodian cuisine? Ooh, so chili, okay. a lot of garlic, lots okay. and lots of garlic. Um, you see lemongrass coming through as well. I think that's the, the Thai, Vietnam kind of influence. And then big kind of soupy things, noodle mm. things, those sort mm. of things. You, you you think of Cambodia, I mean, it is, you don't think of it, is it's an insanely hot place. Okay. All year round, it's just hot, hot, hot. Even in winter, you're like, oh, it's 30 today. Woohoo. <laughs> 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 but yet you're still eating these delicious soups. And I still haven't come to terms with the idea of like a soup warming you and then cooling you. You know that no, whole theory yeah, of like still, drinking yeah, tea, eating soup, it's we'll going to cool, cool you. Down. No, I don't mm. know. It doesn't work for me. But mm. it's delicious still in the heat or in the cold, whatever you're doing. Okay, I'm, <laughs> I'm most intrigued to find out what it is that you have brought with you for tonight as a bit of a taste a teaser rather for everybody listening at home to make sure that they stick around for the recipe what have you prepared tonight uh, influenced by Cambodian cuisine so it's a really delicious kind of bringing in the winter warmer sort of feeling mm. Cambodian chicken soup sounds basic yeah sounds simple yeah but there are twists okay big delicious amazing flavor twists okay Clay Wynn Stanley good looking and cooking is in studio to share her secrets of the cuisine uh, Asian cuisine at that and Cambodian Chicken soup is on always uh, oh, being served momentarily. Hold on. Clay when Stanley is in, of course, Wednesdays are dedicated to food. We call it Let's Eat, and invariably that's exactly what happens tonight. No different. Uh, we've been traveling around Asia, really, experiencing some different flavors and some uh, flavor combinations. And Claire, you've I, I, this is delicious. Uh, tonight you've made a Cambodian chicken soup, which to your own um, admission you said sounds simple and sounds very um, straightforward. I think the flavors are robust and and I want to say sit, I can't even say it's citrusy. I know there's lime in it, but yeah, still. Okay, so talk us through this particular Cambo. What makes it a Cambodian chicken so, soup? All the flavors that you're adding to it. So it's not just your chicken, carrots, and whatever you would add to your your chicken soup here in South Africa. Which is very savory, yeah. sort of. Yeah. So in, in saying that it's not simple, it's not simple in flavor. It's incredibly simple in process. To actually make it, super, super easy. But what makes it different is that you're adding things to your soup like ginger, 
to season it, you're adding fish sauce and soy sauce, not salt and pepper. Okay. So that's like quite a distinct flavor that you're mm. adding into that. Lots and lots of chicken on the bone. You need that bone to give all that flavor. So oh. you're just going to let that sort of sit and bubble and boil away and just really soak up all the flavor from those chicken bones. And then comes the amazingness is this chili paste that you add into it. And it's amazing things like spring onions, chili, garlic, ginger, soy sauce, rice, no, not rice vinegar <laughs> fish sauce I'm even getting confused there's so many things in there and coriander and you just pound that up and that fish paste or that, that chili, chili paste, paste yep. gets added into your soup and it really just pumps the flavor so right there it is not a normal chicken soup no for it's sure flavor central uh, I said from the beginning of this and uh, this idea to do uh, Asian food through the through the month of April is we're sort of in that transitional space um, when it comes to seasons and I know today and yesterday is not at all <laughs> yeah. not cold 30 degrees <laughs> um, but this chicken soup they talk about chicken soup for the soul the fact the fact that this comes through with so much flavor um, it would chase away any sniffles you may have and it's pumped filled with garlic so I mean that alone is an immune booster it really is a whole lot of goodness in a bowl I don't know how to describe it better yeah. than that no, I, mean, I think you've done exceptionally well describing it like that and you're going to top it off just to make it a, you know bring in that freshness as you see in Southeast Asia with some bean sprouts some coriander if you want to maybe some more spring onions that sort of thing and you can actually eat this throughout the day there's a, a version of it where you cook the rice into it and you have it for breakfast so, so like, like, like a Loopy porridge sort of. I don't know if you know of congee, the Chinese version of it, where you, it's, it's sort of a, it's literally rice porridge. It's oh, okay. as you would cook oats, you use rice, and you just let that cook down for probably about an hour, hour and a half, and it's literally a rice porridge. So this version, you would do the same sort of chicken soup and let the rice cook into it, and you have that for breakfast. In Asia, it's really quite common to have big savory flavors for breakfast you're not yeah. having sweet cereals sure. and all those sort of things it's it's about starting the day with a hearty meal because that's going to sort of get you going for the rest of the morning most certainly set you up and in this case i assume you've used white rice or did you use something like basmati or jasmine or something else just in for there. a little bit of healthiness i used brown rice and okay. wild rice so just a mix but um in cambodia you're going to find it just with your plain white rice it's beautiful. Mm. It's delicious. You've taken me back to my travels. Oh, you were in Just with those yeah? flavors. And the smells. And the smells. And it re like, really, you have. It's taken me back, and I'm remembering certain like restaurants and those red plastic chairs oh, yes. that everyone sits on. Oh, yeah. It's beautiful it's, the way food is able to do that. Yeah. And, it's a, and it's a combination, too, because it's flavors, because it's what you're tasting, and then you're smelling it as well, which is also taking you back there. Mm. And the thing is, when you're traveling in a place like Cambodia, you don't have the, the beauty of like you know eating in someone's home most of the time. But what Cambodia does is offer incredible street street markets okay. and street dining. Okay. So you're getting really great stuff cooked right in front of you and it's just as good as your mama probably made it. Most likely. <laughs> Someone's mama made it. So Claire, you've uh, shared this with us and you've shared it online as well. People can go and check out photographs and check out um, videos and things as well. Yes, indeed. The recipe is on my website and on my YouTube channel, Good Looking and Cooking. So it's super easy to... Head on over there and make it yourself. Click through and make it. We'll share it on our social pages as well. So if anybody didn't get those details. And if you missed anything through our conversation, everything will be podcast as well. So you can go on to today momentarily and listen through the entire conversation. Pick the bits that you need. And then, of course, find Claire's website, Good Looking and Cooking. And go ahead and make this Cambodian chicken soup for yourself and your family at home. Keeping those Asian flavors. Claire, it's always awesome catching up with you. Uh, next week, where are we going? 
We're going to go to Japan. Ooh, yes, please. I, I haven't lived there, but I did travel there, and it is one of those places that just blows your mind with when it comes to flavor and ingredients. So it's a very exciting place to to travel to. Well, you've done that exact thing for the last three weeks, so I'm really looking forward to next week then as we go to Japan. Woohoo! Uh, as we customarily say, as we wrap things up on a Wednesday evening, everybody together now? Let Let's me. eat! Hey, yo, check it out. Good Hope FM. Goodhopefm.co.za now.